Here's a quick little disclaimer before this week's episode. Fun fact, we're still uh, new at this, and I forgot how our setup worked. So I wound up recording the entire show on my end uh, with using only the microphone input from the laptop, which is impressive that it sounds as good as it does, but you'll clearly hear the difference between my voice, which sounds to have been recorded inside of a tin can, and Kevin's velvety voice that sounds wonderful. So sorry about that. And uh, maybe it'll be better next time. Who knows? Hi, my name is Adam Levine. And this is Kevin. And this is episode three of Triple Fry, a podcast created by two guys talking into a microphone. How you doing, Kevin? I am still so messed up from this daylight savings time thing. <laughs> um, I have to be at my job at 7.45 in the morning, and we had just cross that threshold where it wasn't dark the entire time I was on my way to work mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden we're rolled back and it's and it's still dark now in the morning it's like just like we had a glimmer of hope from this hellish winter that we've been living through all of a sudden we're pushed back into the dark and it's like I just I feel like we can't catch a break mm. I can't sleep I, I'm just I'm exhausted uh, one hour doesn't seem like a big deal but when like that one hour means that you don't go you're not tired until like one in the morning but you still have to get up at six in the morning right uh, so, you know, I, I, I want to move to Arizona where they just don't do it. <laughs> but what about, yeah, oh, well, that's, that's awesome too. That there's some people said, fuck it. <laughs> there's actually, apparently there's also certain counties in Indiana that are just like, screw it. We're not doing this. You know what? That's, that's retarded because it, like, how do you, how do you, how do you just, uh, you get to work and then you're in a different time zone. You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's very arbitrary. But and it's got it's got to screw up people too. Like, are you? Am I late to work or am I early? <laughs> At least it's nice and bright out when I leave work now. Yeah, that's nice. But um, it is nice. But I I frequently put in you know, 12, 13, 14 hour days. So I'm still leaving at like seven, eight o'clock and it still really doesn't matter until we get into like the end of May. So I was really lucky, like you would wake up and it would already be like a nice, you know, sun up glow. And then you, as you get ready, but then now we're just plunged back into darkness for another like month and a half until the sun finally catches up. So anyway, that's how I've been, but I'm, I'm, I'm good now. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that we're here and ready to do this show. So I'll, you know, I'll, I'll be okay probably by the end of the weekend. All right, no, no, that's all it takes. Just uh, we're like goldfish, you know. Just just put us in a nice warm bath of water inside of the the bigger aquarium, and we'll just take some time. We'll we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, and I also grow to the size of the uh, living environment that I'm in. So, well, of course, <laughs> just like a goldfish. Yeah, once I got to this house, I grew 13 feet tall. So. <laughs> nice. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's get into this week's topic, shall we? Sure. So just to recap the format, we'll have topics that I'll list in a moment, and there's no guarantee that we'll stick to them. We use them as a jumping-off point. This uh, show really just exists to entertain ourselves, and if it makes someone else laugh, well, then that's awesome. So, here's a list of topics that we might be talking about today. Go-Go Squeeze, Earworm Dysfunction, mm-hmm. Delicious. Chef Gurky, <laughs> 90-Day Fiancé, and Russian Drivers. Mm. So, Kevin... Where do you want to begin? Well, I just I just picture you going throughout your your month in between shows and like you just you find these bizarre phrases you're like he'll have no idea what that means and then you write it down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do kind of like masking what 
what it is I mean. So not only do I only get one, only get like less than 24 hours of notice of what the topics are, but when I do get them, I can't do anything of any kind of preparation whatsoever. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to, you know, since I have no, I mean, I know what Russian drivers are. I know what a fiance is, but I... I, I know I understand I, these are English words, so I know that, but I don't know what any of them pertain to. So let's just start right at the top of the list with go go squeeze. Okay, go go squeeze, kicking it off. So, um, so I'm watching uh, TV the other day, and I don't I don't know what channel I was watching that this was targeted to me because it, I feel like anytime I watch TV, for the most part, it's late at night unless it's a weekend, and I don't watch that much on the weekend. So when I'm watching something in um, uh, commercial comes on for something that's way out of my target demographic, or at least that I would think. I, I just, you know, I, I find myself taken out of it and trying to figure out what it, what the hell I'm watching and who who really is supposed to be watching this instead of me. Go Go Squeeze is what came on. Um, it was, uh, if you recall, you know, Gogurt, which was the greatest invention that, you know, yogurt ever went through. Oh, yeah, man. Lose the spoon. Yeah. That's, that's your old man's yogurt right yeah, there. Yeah, this is, you know, you squirt, squirt yogurt into your mouth like a man, okay? So the, <laughs> or a prostitute. <laughs> the concept, the concept here though, isn't really that much further away, and it is. Someone probably looked at that and was like, "Holy shit, I can revolutionize applesauce." There's a person I know who has a baby, and they they come around every now and then, and like it looks like a little juice box, but it has like a almost ha, almost has like a nipple on the one corner. Yeah, yeah, it's it it does, and it's it's bizarre. And it's really just like, I didn't know what it was because the commercial didn't reveal what it was until the end, which is also weird because it assumes a lot of things. Um, but it's, you know, kids having fun and, you know, hanging out in playgrounds and there's some adults and they're just like, these kids are sucking on this thing and squeezing and laughing and jumping. And then it's go, go, squeeze. It's awesome. It's wonderful. And you're going to love it. And it comes in all these different, like, kind of flavors. And so I figured it was like a juice trick, and they're like, applesauce has never been so cool. At least with Gogurt, I mean, it rhymes with the product it actually is. Gogurt <laughs> Squeeze tells you absolutely nothing about what it, what product it is. Like, no, I mean, it's an action. It tells you what to do. But but what are you squeezing, like go-go juice? If a kid runs up to me, and I never heard this before, and said, I really want some go-go squeeze, I'm like, what the hell is that? I, like, I would think it was like some kind of crappy knockoff of like a, like a Kool-Aid or something, or like those gush not Gushers. Like, well, Gushers are, yeah. Well, Gushers are the little food street snacks, but they used to have these things that were like squeezers or whatever, where it was like those plastic bottles that... They look like, like grenades, right? Bottles. The little... Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is you awesome. You rip the top off and like squeeze them into your mouth and yeah. What's it? What's what is the preoccupation with? They think that kids want to shoot things into their mouths. <laughs> well, I guess I hate to say it, but I kind of get it because when I was a kid, um, we would take soda cans and we would before they were open, we would just take a thumbtack and pop in the middle, like in the little circle where you you know you, you flip the the pop top. Yeah, you, in the middle of the pop top, you, you put the thumbtack in it, puncture it, cover it back up with your thumb, shake it really hard, and then it's going to explode and it just sprays into your mouth. A single little, a single tiny little stream of soda. Yes, and uh, endless fun. Because, and then, and then you'd spray your friend, and then you'd spray your friend's mouth, and I don't know why. Have you never done that? I have know, you never? I've, 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 I've never done that, but I have seen kids take like a pin in the top of a soda bottle 
like a like a Coke bottle, and uh-huh. I'd make a little hole in the lid and sh- and and drink the entire bottle by this little thin stream of soda squirting into their mouth. This is it. This is, and you know what? what? Someone tapped into a primal urge that children like to squirt shit into their mouths. Children love facials. Like, is that... <laughs> I do. so? Wait a minute. I... Wait a minute. Chil- so children love facials. Uh-huh. Women like facials. Apparently, uh-huh. if you look on the internet. Well, uh, internet's taught me that. Yeah. Gay men love facials. Uh-huh. Is it grown straight men are the only ones who don't enjoy having liquid shot in their face? Um, are we missing out? <laughs> we might be. <laughs> We might be. I don't. I. I don't know. <laughs> is, this, I, is this like an? Is this like a great way to consume like liquids? Is just shooting them in your face and in your mouth? I'm torn, man, because because I I can remember how much fun that was as a kid, but I I just can't see relating it to other products in my adult life. You think? Okay, so you got the, this 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 go go squeeze. You got the. You've got the, um, you had Gogurt was a squeeze this into your mouth thing. And then there's like the soda thing we just right. talked about. And then, then there were the, I can't remember what they were called, but they were like, it was like a, it was like a crappy Kool-Aid knockoff. It came in a plastic preform bottle and you could actually like twist this plastic cap off of it, but it wasn't like a regular mm. soda cap. It was like, cause it was like a preform. The entire thing was a single bottle and you would just wrench the top piece of plastic. I know, off. Yeah. It, and then you would squeeze like a, that into your mouth. Yeah. And it looked like a grenade, which... That's weird. Yeah. What's up? What's up with the squeezing and shooting it in your mouth? <laughs> Enjoy our fruity cum shots. <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't get it. I think um, I think though we I think we did we stumbled upon what what marketers have have figured out for years now is that people inherently like putting stuff in their mouth at, at high rates of speed. And my mind is spinning with this with this product too because I have two I have two completely different ways I can go with this I want to go here I want to bring up one is is that the, the weird ass products that they market to kids to make kids force their parents to buy crap right like some of the products that have come out over the years that have died a horrible horrible marketing death but just sure. just in the just in the I, the hopes that kids would badger their parents into buying these stupid products there's that side of the conversation and go go squeeze definitely falls into that mm. but then the other side of the conversation is advertisements for things that give you no clue of what they're actually advertising they, it's like i don't know which conversation i want to have first they're they're and they're very different conversations but go go squeeze falls in both pick one and go that way cuz i mean go go squeeze um there's so, you're right though. There are there are so many things out there that just don't don't tell you what they're they're all about, and they you know some of them will give you a little teaser or a hint, or they'll be you know, um, I mean we know for years you know it's it's perfume commercials are you know notorious for doing that. Um, well, that's yeah, that's the old cliche. But well, now for me nowadays it's the um it's the medication commercials, and, and they do tell you what it's for, but that's usually within the first fifteen seconds, and the last minute and a half is them listing off all the things that this the the, the side effects. Right. So by the time they're done listing the side effects, you're like, I don't even remember what the hell this thing's for. <laughs> And there, and I don't want any of the stuff that they just listed. So what if I <laughs> even want to touch this drug? And and the drug, the names of these drugs have absolutely nothing to do with what they actually do. Oh you know? my God! I want I wanted to tell you something else related to advertising, but that's that's a that's a perfect segue. It's a perfect segue into earworm dysfunction. <laughs> perfect segue. Of course it is, and you didn't know that because um, you're not me. Um, <laughs> 
You know what an earworm is? Are you familiar? Earworm is a song that gets stuck in your head. Yes, it is. So maybe I'm just maybe I'm just weird, but uh, I don't just get music stuck in my head. I get words stuck in my head. Words that just float in, and not common words. Um, specifically, I guess words that get into my head get knocked around and tripped up and just don't go through the proper processing procedure because lately it's driving me fucking batty. I can't think of other examples, but this one, Cialis to Dalaphil. Cialis? Cialis to Dalaphil. Is that the uh, is that the like the Latin term for like the boner medicine? It is, and it's 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 the it's the medical term. I mean, they they're in the commercial. They mention Cialis to Dalaphil uh, by name, and I can't get it out of my fucking head. It just bounces around Cialis to Dalaphil, Cialis to Dalaphil. And if I hear a commercial, that's the rest of the night. Is I'm just thinking Cialis to Dalaphil, the Dalaphil, the Dalaphil, the Dalaphil, and then when I'll just be at work, and I'll be sitting there not thinking about. The drug or boners, I you know, just sitting. Really, Adam, you're not sitting there thinking about boners. Okay. Really? Let's be honest here. Come clean. All right. All right. So I am thinking about boners. And then, Cialis <laughs> to Dalaphil doesn't fucking leave my head. Is that me? How long do these stick? How long do these... That is you. I, I do <laughs> not have that. Yeah. Uh, they, they last, like, I don't know, a couple hours? A couple hours. Wow. And it's like singing a song, but not singing a song, because... That would at least sound pleasant, you know. And that's that's at least something that everyone that's a last, at least something that everyone can relate to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. Um, <laughs> no, I've never heard of that where you get a word that just for like a couple of hours is stuck in your head like that. Yeah. But I do. I can tell you that you really need to look into taking Eliquis. Eliquis will clear your earworm dysfunction. <laughs> Warning: Eliquis will make you violently vomit out your insides. Eliquis will make you <laughs> shit bricks. <laughs> Does Eliquis does Eliquis have uh, a second medical name? Because if it does, I'm screwed. If it's Eliquis Gagelithel, then then I'm done. Yeah, that was I just Eliquis was the one that I just saw this evening where they wait. Like, that's real. Like, Eliquis, yeah. Oh god damn it! It was like some woman. It was a woman walking on a beach, and like she talked about whatever her problem was, and like probably for about thirteen seconds. Uh huh. And then she's walking with her dog, her her golden retriever in the sand dunes, and and she's walking, and then like her her husband's there, and like they're all happy and wearing their khaki shorts, and and you know it's the sunset, and they're just listing off these horrible things. Like, do not touch it. <laughs> do not touch Eliquis if you think you might be pregnant. Uh, do not do alert your doctor if you've been in an area that has certain fungal infections. Oh, that are oh it's okay. Like, what, the, like, what are we talking? What, what is this thing? <laughs> You know, it's sad. I thought I I've heard that disclaimer, but I don't associate it with Eliquis because the world we live in, I associate that with some other drug. I've heard that. <laughs> and Eliquis, what a what a name! I mean, uh, it says eloquent. It's like uh, it's, because when you look at like cars, they they try to like make the names that the the, the meaningless names of of different cars. They try to make them kind of sound similar. To, to positive words right like integra integrity you right. know um, um acura accurate or um, Prius um, and pious yeah uh, and then uh you know and then Lexus and luxury they're kind of, they're, they're similar you know what I mean they're trying to make them like a they're trying to do like a subconscious sure uh, association but the, these drugs like I saw one for Enbro I'm like and it was like a, a like a arthritis medication <laughs> Enbrel and then and, and Eliquis and Cialis doesn't say boners to me and, no. and Viagra is one that, of course everybody knows Viagra and then Paxil and 
It just looked. Yeah, but Viagra just, at least made sense. It was like virile, you know. It it had that sort of confidence. Well, in I its feel like name. the only I feel like the only medication that is named for what it's actually supposed to do are like the penis enlargement stuff. <laughs> Like, you know, like max, like maximizer and like <laughs> extends, extends. That's, that's the one right there that, yep. Um, well, because they, they, they have scientists and, uh, their scientists work next to the marketing department and the scientist says, uh, so, uh, we've got the, uh, the new, the new dick pill and it is, uh, Thaginal, uh, Tamakasin. Uh, and then the scientist uh, looks at the uh, the marketer, and the marketer goes, "Yeah, that's fucking Maximus. That's what that is. <laughs> Big Dickimus. Big biggest Dickimus." <laughs> so, but the funny thing is, is the ones that are named for exactly what they're supposed to do are the ones that don't that do not work at all. No, of course not. Like like Eliquis is supposed to do something that help that actually does help you. Right, but God but... forbid, God forbid you ever travel to uh, Malaysia. Yeah, exactly. it's some kind of weird fungal infection, and then you'll turn into swamp thing if you take eloquence. <laughs> fungal infections. If you're prone in an area prone to fungal infections, can we just you know what can can they just put out a PSA that tells you all of the areas prone to fungal infections so we can? Just I want to see a I want to see them. a map that looks just like one of those cell phone provider maps that shows you like the hot spots of like fungal infections. Yes, yes, you no, can't. But then, but there's got to be a million different kinds of fungal infections. Like, does is that are they saying like some kind of like weird jungle rot in like from like you know in the middle of like uh, Bali, or are they talking like athlete's foot? So if you like you go to a gym, then you shouldn't take uh, this eloquence. Yep, shouldn't have, shouldn't have gone to that gym, pregnant woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't touch it if you're pregnant. Your kid might might have antlers. Uh, speaking speaking of just things that that don't. Um, makes sense in terms of advertising, like you were saying, you know, before, where it's it's hard sometimes to tell what the product is going to be for. There's a new string of ads that have been pissing me off, um, uh, partially because they're confusing, but more more so because they are they're so pretentious and pompous um, in what they do. Uh, it starts off, you know, a, a typical one of these would start off with like, um, Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone and then he invented this and he's a really smart guy and he's given technology to the world and he's changed the way innovation and amazing things and look at how great he was. That's why the new Mazda 6 is awesome. <laughs> yeah, like there's no, they're, they're, they're just like, here's some great stuff and we hope that you They don't even try to tie it together. Here, here's something that's awesome. And maybe you're, since you're thinking of awesome things, maybe you'll think of us next time you think of something awesome. Maybe. Yeah, maybe that's is that how this works? We don't. I've never taken an advertising course or watched an ad ever before, but I'm producing one right now. So uh, light bulbs are cool. <laughs> light bulbs are cool. How about that? Um, I love it. I love it. I just love that. I just I love that when these these really and you're like pretentious and pompous when you get these companies who are making a product. And they act like all of human history has led up to the creation of their crappy sedan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Like, like really, folks? Really? Like you know, uh, uh, you know, massive, massive uh, global, uh, you know, global conflicts, um, leaps in science and technology, medicine, uh, and everything, all so that we can have an a Ford or Acura. Really, that's all coming up. It's all, it's all led up to this, huh? This is, this is our biggest thing. Big fucking deal, and you can buy you can buy the pinnacle of human development for like what what forty thousand dollars. 
Yeah, but that's fully loaded, so you're getting a good deal. <laughs> it's like you pompous dicks. Yeah, just complete, just complete disregard for decency. It's it, the the fall. They use the fall of the Berlin Wall <laughs> as a as a grand achievement in human in human history and bridging the gap of communication across borders and countries and and deep roots and families and histories and war torn areas. And now here's a car that can park itself. <laughs> you know, honestly, not even like they're not even talking about. They're ta- they're just saying like, and now the all new Mazda six can get you where you're going to oh like like a car yeah um i hate car commercials speaking of cars uh and drivers um russian drivers i'll say this as a disclaimer first um uh i don't believe that all russians are bad drivers um but i do believe that the internet has pointed out something remarkable uh i was watching um i get the the emails and it's like you know youtube saying hey you're probably gonna like this video and it was like seven videos and all of them looked like things i would not be interested in um but one of them said you know crazy crazy car crashes in russia so Mm -hmm. all right you know um okay yeah okay now i know where you're going with right the morbid the morbid (laughs) part of me just you know decides how crazy could it be so i watch and it's it's 15 minutes of footage because uh, for whatever reason, uh, Eastern Europeans and Russians and just that whole area they seem to really like um, and they've gotten into traffic cameras or just cameras that they put in the dash like car cameras. You, you know what it is? Um, it's uh, and the only reason I know this is and now that I know where, where where you're actually coming from with this, I actually know a little bit more about it than than I thought, but. Um, the reason I know about this is we actually in in um, at my job we actually talk about car crashes at one point and from a technical standpoint, and so we've actually shown videos of this. There are four hour compilations of these, right, um, right, which is fascinating. But do, do do you know why? Do you know why they have cameras on their dashes though? I don't. Their insurance companies require them to have them. Really. Every car has okay. one. Okay, so so then this is that's very interesting. Because there's so many accidents and they don't know who's at fault, so they have the cameras, so that it's much easier to say who's at fault and who's not. So now, all right, so that's interesting. Which already that's already a big big warning sign if they're like, well, so many accidents and we don't know who's at fault, so we got to put cameras in. That's already a bad sign that there's a lot of accidents going on. I I've the one thing I've you know like I don't want to ever get into a car in Russia ever because. Most of the traffic videos that I'm watching are are more or less from people who are not bad drivers. It's just like you'll you'll watch somebody and they'll you know plow into someone and you're like oh that guy's a terrible driver. Um, but so many of these videos are someone driving and then all of a sudden just someone who looks like they've got narcolepsy is behind the wheel like in front of them. <laughs> And, and, and just, <laughs> I just, I feel like there might be a narcoleptic epidemic in the country because it, there's just no other explanation, man. And just what, what? swerve left and right, takes them out. And then the people in the video, the people who have, um, have the, you know, it's, it's their car that they're trying to avoid getting hit. They'll just like, 
pull off to the side of the road and went, let, let the crazy guy go in the hopes that that guy won't hit him. I love the ones also where like you're... <laughs> it's obviously it's from that dash camera view because they all are and like everyone's kind of moving at a decent pace and they're like stopping and you know like it's it's like there's traffic you know so they're not going fast at all and then some guy on the left side of the screen comes zooming down at like 85 miles an hour (laughs) and just plows right into the back of a truck and i hate to laugh because i'm sure someone got horribly injured possibly killed but it's like what were they thinking i don't i i feel like there's 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 issues with like Brake lines are always being cut. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of pe- there's a lot of espionage going. On. The KGB has to have something to do after the Cold War ended, so they're cutting the brake lines of their own citizens. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine that these are all you know stereotypical drunk vodka laden Russians. Like, no, this is. I think every Russian has a certain level of what they can take, and then <laughs> every now and then, every one of them just is like, "Fuck it, I'm done," and just. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't make a lick of sense man and and then so Maybe they're wearing this. big wearing big heavy snow boots and as soon as they push the accelerator they're like oh crap <laughs> this is not going to end very well <laughs> <laughs> i watched i watched 15 minutes of this and 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 some of them you know i'm 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 looking at like oh god i just watched someone die like someone had to die from that and then mm-hmm. there's others where it's just you know <clears throat> I mean, some it's just funny how how ridiculous they are. And when it's over, I sat there in awe, and I was just you know taken aback. And then and then I read the full title of this, and the full title said whatever Russian you know driving compilation, and then it said January. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous! They just come out like there are so many. And these are not. These are not like little fender benders. These are there's these are I just got shot in the head while driving people. Like <laughs> what about have you ever seen the there's also the so so in addition to the narcoleptic like weaving all over the place or the guy who looks like they're shot out of a cannon right behind the car. Right. There's also the one where it's like a combination of the two where you get people who get into a fender bender. And I mean the fender bender's not like oh oh we tapped each other like they are in America. Let's call it cops. <laughs> This no. is like where you know they they the car gets seriously fucked up, but nobody dies, and they all they all kind of get out and look at the damage, and then the car who gets shut out of the cannon comes <laughs> flying by and hits that. Oh my god! What? And, and it's so, it's just people who don't even know each other, you know? They just don't even know. And I think you know what to speak to that. I think part of the problem is, um, uh, and maybe I'm crazy here, but I looked at the videos and I watched it twice because the second time I watched it, I realized that. Every intersection that was like a major intersection that they, that they had accidents in, um, it was missing one key thing. Stoplights. A stoplight. <laughs> I uh, I went to um, I went to the Dominican Republic for a vacation this past summer, and um, they didn't have any like there was like two stoplights right near the airport, which is like which is where most of the tourists come through, obviously because it's the airport. Right. But then right. we had to our our hotel was a good like hour and a half drive away from the airport, mm-hmm. and there was like we had to go through a couple of, of towns, and the intersections were literally every single lane is going at once, and and it's not fast. It's just everyone's kind of nosing, inching forward, and just kind of trying to gain the advantage. And like you're, I'm, we're literally sitting there in the in this taxi, inching through, 
And then like a like a truck is like literally like if I had rolled down my window and reached out, I could have put my hand on the grill of this truck oh that is sitting there waiting for us to move and blowing the horn as we do it. Like, oh, this is really, I don't know if it's just Russia or is just because Russia has the cameras. I think that's and that was the other the that was the other thing that I thought about was like is this an epidemic in Russia or is it because it's, we're shining a spotlight on it? And, and I, I think it might be a spotlight, you know, uh, my wife pointed out that like, um, every day that we get up, uh, and go to work, we're listening to the news and like every day or every two days, there's, you know, a major accident closed down whatever road that we can't take. And if you think about that, if that's every other day and then multiply that for a year, and put cameras on like that's there you go those are those are more or less the same numbers and that's just that's just one state so it's one city yeah. and one city so you you know you multiply that by you know even if you play low ball odds you, you know you've got 50 states um with hundreds of thousands of counties so yeah and that's on a reg that's on a regular day and then and then you start to throw in weather right Exactly. So, you know, I, I do, that's why I'm saying, you know, I don't think all Russians um, are shitty, shitty drivers. I just think that, you know, by shining a light on it, it's not helping their case. Um, but, but my God, just, there are some that, that are just, I, I, I don't know. I, I would love to see what happens if, if we shine a light in America and how that looks. Um, I'm sure it wouldn't look too, I'm sure it wouldn't, obviously... Obviously, it's not going to, you know, we're not going to be, oh, we're fantastic drivers and they're terrible. I'm sure you'd see a lot no, of... No, but we have stoplights, though. But but for us, the yeah, but I saw a video in of a mill... It was right... It was around one of the first, like, the polar vortex back in early January when that whole thing happened. There was a... I saw a video of a 27-car pileup in Milwaukee. Oh, jeez. And it, was, it wasn't taken by dashboard cam. It was taken by a... Like a like a uh, street light camera, and now this was on like a highway. This wasn't on like a, any like intersection with stoplights. So this is just like a regular strip where people are usually going 60, 70 miles an hour, mm-hmm. and the 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 roads were so sloppy and icy, and somebody was just going a little too fast and lost control, and they spun out. Perfectly fine, right? They they, they spun out. All they had to do was like everyone else had to slow down, and then they just had to correct. Well, of course, somebody else is going too fast. And they hit them. And it wasn't a huge... I mean, it, obviously the cars got damaged pretty badly. But, like, the people all got out and are looking. And then, like, you know, another car can't stop and, like, taps into them. And, right. and it just grows and grows. And then every, like, I'd say maybe three times you get those cannon cars. that just <laughs> are going 80 miles an hour and just blow into everybody. I'm sure people died. Like, right. they had to... Like, right. Jeez. But it's like, why are you... Why in the snow are you driving 80 miles an hour? No, uh, we got we got people like that. We got people like that out here. It was, you know, it's crazy snowing and... Um, they, and, have, and I, they have places to be and fuck everybody else. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got an SUV and I know that I can get through this um, a little maybe easier than... Well, a lot of people think that they have four-wheel drive and they're invincible all of a sudden. No, that's... See, that's... There's, well, right. There's the trick. I know I have four-wheel drive, but I know that I can't uh, speed... 
in the snow without a consequence or two. Mm-hmm. And and you heard what was uh, going on in in Atlanta, right? You know. Oh, where it was like it was like an inch an inch of snow, and it took them seven hours to get home. Seven hours to get home. That people left their cars on the sides of roads and had to be like driven there in like the next few days to pick their cars up because they ran out of gas. It ran out of gas. They're sitting in the snow, like, and they they just had zero preparation for it. They thought that the the weathermen said that they would get missed, so they thought they were okay. Like, mm-hmm. when was the weatherman ever right? <laughs> I mean, I do have a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of sympathy. It's Atlanta. Like, them getting snow is so rare and weird. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's not the keys, though. No. No, that's true. But it's still, it's, I mean, that's the South. That's like, you know, that's like hot Georgia, hot Atlanta, for God's sakes. But the thing is, is we're up here, we're up here in the mid-Atlantic states, you know, and we're laughing. Oh my God, one inch of snow and it took them seven hours. Ha ha, those idiots. Well then, people up in like Buffalo are looking at us and they're like, you closed school because of a six inch snowfall? Right. Ten inch snowfall? What are you, a bunch of fucking pussies? Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I guarantee you, if a volcano erupted around here, we'd all be screwed and the people in Hawaii would be laughing at us. Yeah. What are you, a bunch of pussies? This is your first volcano? Jesus, just come on. lava, for God's sakes. I mean, you just gotta get out of its way. Yeah. <laughs> lava's gonna do what lava's gonna do. Yeah, there's not, nothing you can do about the lava. <laughs> that was my Hawaiian accent, apparently. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all kind of hicks. Apparently. Lava's gonna do what lava's gonna do. There's a little bit of twang in there. and the ding, you know. the ding dang do. I don't even think there really is a Hawaiian accent anymore because so many people who live in Hawaii are just tourists who went over there and never left. And I'm not kidding. But enough about Hawaii. Well, um, not speaking about Hawaii, Chef Gurky. Never heard of it. Okay. Chef Gurky is, uh, is, is a gentleman who, he went on um, morning talk shows, uh, like local morning talk shows. Uh, where I don't know what the area was that he went there, but he hit the circuit for all the local shows, and uh, he was promoting his new book, um, Cooking with Leftovers, and, uh, and he went on and... He made uh, concoctions like um, uh, blended up turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes in a blender, and then you know throw some sort of some peanut butter in there and uh, some olives and some pickles. Um, you know, you can pretty much make any kind of any kind of delicious shake that you could think of. Um, that sound that that you realize you just described something that's horrifying, right? <laughs> Uh, you know, I did, I did. Um, and then when he asked, uh, the, the morning talk show hosts to try it, uh, they did. Um, because people, uh, people are afraid to deviate from the norm. And when they're told something is a certain way, they just go with it. And this guy was a complete fraud and he just, he went all over the place promoting a book that didn't exist. Um, <laughs> It's the most amazing thing. Uh, at least so in the last. Proof, so he would make these disgusting things. Yep. And make people eat them, and just to be like, "You're a dumbass." <laughs> he didn't say you were. He didn't say you're a dumbass. He would just do whatever you know. He he pretended like uh, like he was legit. Um, he made. So was just, this would this be considered like performance art or like comedy or or like what? I I guess it would. It in the end it wound up. Um, it came out that it, he was uh, uh, he was promoting something. Uh, it was uh, the Found Footage Film Festival, 
which I don't know if you've heard of it. It's kind of an amazing film festival that is exactly what it sounds like. People dumpster dive and find these awful old videos, um, like anything from just uh, crappy porn to... Um, like old wedding videos and shit. Wedding videos or training videos for different stores, and then they have a whole festival for them. Okay, because I, 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 you said the found footage festival. I, I, I thought you were going to say they're just showing a bunch of movies like Blair Witch and Cloverfield. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, they're showing good movies. Um, buzzing. Oh man, I hate to be J.J. Abrams right now after that. Yeah, <laughs> he zinged him so good. He's the third person <laughs> who listens to the show, and he is not gonna like it. <laughs> good luck. Good luck on the new Star Wars. We're back down to two people now, buddy. Oh man. I know. We were we were so close to making it big. Yeah. So Chef Gurky, and uh, if you go on YouTube, is this his real name? No, not at all. Um. No, it's a, it's a completely different name. If you go on YouTube, but you know, you type in you know, leftover cookbook daytime shows. That's so funny that it's fake because I was ready to sit there and go, well, you know, the whole like the whole point of leftovers is to not have to cook another meal. To so so not like, have to cook another meal, but you're not going to serve it to people. But yeah, well, that's the thing. Like he was he was implying that you would make this for your family. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's obviously but it is bullshit it's definitely bullshit it's complete so, bullshit so so it's no it's, it's no fun to make fun of that because it's not real so it's, now it's the fact that like he got like these like morning talk show hosts like and to to eat this swill that he's making it's it's kaufman-esque it's amazing and are there and they're probably all like oh that's that is good yeah just imagine it though like picture yourself you're you're a talk show host you assume that the person who's coming on was vetted by your producer because that's mm-hmm. what they should be doing and mm-hmm. then uh, you're told this guy's an expert in something and you say okay sure why not you know and th- he just he would try to push it as far as he could until someone said no but nobody said no you know it's just that mm-hmm. that awkwardness of being too polite for for your own good you're on camera and you don't want to look like a jerk and it's a segment, and you know how the, it's, there's a protocol. They get these people who are just like, "Hey, I want to promote this. Let me come on." And if it sounds interesting, they're like, "Okay, yeah, come on." And they don't. I'm sure they don't vet these people whatsoever. Clearly, they don't. <laughs> Chef, I, I definitely have to check this guy. I, I wanted to. I would love to see after the camera stopped rolling for the segment, how many of these these like smiling hairdos would like actually like throw up and off the camera after they chug like this olives and He would tell them he like, would, he would, he was ta- I heard him talking about it and he was saying, you know, um everyone was very polite, but it was like these things were chunky and not fully blended and just pink and gross and just he would look at it like, you know, good luck. He's probably he's probably like Holding it, he's probably blending it, holding it out like to these people. He's probably got like a trickle of sweat going down. He's like smiling, like holy shit, they're actually reaching for it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, it's an amazing social experiment. There's even one part where um, there's there's one show where I guess he kind of moves in a in a weird way on purpose that knocks stuff over on the table and then the entire table <laughs> falls down and it splashes on the floor and he just made a giant fucking mess. And then and she's, <laughs> she's just got to sit there and just be like, you know, calm, collected, and, and look like, you know, she feels bad for the guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he just blew and it on national TV. His whole book mean, is going out. And, and meanwhile, in her head, she's thinking, who is this fucking asshole? But she can't. She's got to smile and be like, oh, I'm so, oh, that's so sorry. I, I went to school for journalism. I guess I could drink this. 
My roommate, my roommate has reported from war zones. I can at least drink this swill. Yep, yep. Come on, Diane. Come on. You're never gonna make the big leagues unless you do it. <laughs> well, I know we're getting close to the time here, but um, can we try to hit 90 Day Fiance before the end? This will be our first time to cover all. Let's go for the extreme hat trick. Yeah. So 90 Day Fiance kind of is what it is. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. Um, I'm back in the. Uh, back in the saddle watching uh, wonderful reality television and uh there's a show and i'm actually i'm pretty sure it's called 90 day fiance because um where are you watching all of these shows uh, on the uh, the amazing network <laughs> so 90 day fiance uh really it it's uh i walked in a little late um i imagine there would probably be a lot lot better episodes than just the one that I saw, but it was enough to, to get my, my, my wheels turning. Um, so the premise is, uh, there are these women who want to become American citizens. Um, so they come over here on a, on a visa, a limited visa. Um, but they only have so many days. Like a 90-day visa, yeah. 90-day visa. <laughs> and if they stick around longer, it's because they got married. And that's the only way they can stick around. So they find someone ahead of coming to the country online that they fall in love with. Uh, and then they come here and they marry these guys. And this is a show about those people. Oh. So are they already are they already married or they're just engaged at this point? They're, uh, so they follow like five or six different couples. Um, when I when I came into the series, it might have it was probably on the tail end, uh, and it was uh, the the episodes where one couple was already married. They were on their honeymoon in Hawaii, uh, and the others were all about to get married. Uh, among uh, the other interesting things that just come from that concept. Um, uh, I couldn't help but notice that most of the women are very attractive, mm -hmm. and most of the men are sloths. Of course, of course. But they're nice guys, you know. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, but so right there, um, just like one of the guys who's uh, getting married, his friend on camera can't help but say, like, you know, um, we love him, we support him, and we're happy for him, and we're happy he's happy. We'll always be a little skeptical, but we're happy he's happy. <laughs> no shit. Mm -hmm. No shit. And there was there was another couple that uh, this was this was just as bizarre. Um, so you, you're picturing that sort of Beauty and the Beast scenario, and <laughs> they were on their honeymoon in Hawaii, and they uh, they had never had sex, and not only had they not had sex before, you know, with each other. Uh, he specifically had never had sex, period. He's got this beautiful... Is it, are these like Eastern European women, basically? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So he's got this gorgeous Eastern European woman, and he's a virgin, and he's just married her. And uh, and now they're on their honeymoon. But you know what? To her credit, which was like what really surprised me about the show, um, she was like... And I didn't get the sense that it was because of the cameras. Like, you just... She was all in on this guy. Chips were all in on this guy. And and you know she couldn't be happier. And I'm with and she, yeah, because she's living in America now. <laughs> she can stick around with that American grin. Yeah, well, she, I'm sure she's all in for at least two years. And then... <laughs> yeah, ninety day fiance, and uh, yeah, it just it just it, it it brought up and there's you know there's one there's one woman who um, she's like 21, 
22. And she's upset because her mother um, and father aren't going to the wedding because they couldn't get a visa to come to the wedding. And so she's just sitting there just crying and like, you know, I'm terrified. I'm sad because, you know, it's wedding. I just can't wait for it to be over. Like, ah, yeah, that's that's how you want to. Uh, that's how you want to get married, right? Can't wait till it's over. Um, I just, uh, you know, that it's funny because um, I actually met a uh, back when I worked um, back when I worked construction. Um, my boss, uh, he had a relative. I don't remember the exact relative, but he had a relative who had a mail order bride from Russia. <laughs> and um, well, back then yeah, it I'm probably not... was mail order. It was probably like there was no online. It was just fill out a. Well, I think it was online. I mean, this okay. we're talking. We're talking probably about six or probably eight eight years ago. Okay, so so you know you're still talking about you know mid two thousands, right? Um, two thousand five. So the internet was still was there, right? Um, so but yeah, it was she was a mail order Russian bride, and we were he, they had bought a house, and we were we were there to help them renovate part of it. Like we weren't doing the whole thing, but we called her Red Dawn because she was like very very demanding. I mean, she came from like this poor Russian village with that from absolutely nothing, and now that she was an American bride, she was like, I want this to be this way, and that is not up to my standards. <laughs> and like one, it's like we're like, damn, like <laughs> you're, like, you're like, forgetting like a year and a half ago, your standards were not to shit in a bucket. <laughs> Your standards were to not get hit by a car on the way to work every day. <laughs> and now she's making demands about like, oh, that's not that is not as level as it could be. And the, the, the color on the walls are not as uh, it does not match the the what I thought in my head. And it's like, damn, lady, just calm. And like, of course, her husband, her and her husband, who you know was a relation to my boss, some like well, you know distant cousin or something. He's just like. Yeah, yeah, do what she wants. Mm-hmm. And she was she was attractive. Mm-hmm. wasn't I wouldn't say gorgeous, but she was definitely attractive, and she was definitely out of his league. If you know, right. they had, if she had been an American all along, and they met at a bar or something, you know. Right. But it's it's just like, hey, I mean, I guess if, it's tough to meet people out there, and if that's, <laughs> you know, tough. if that's what you got to do, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, I mean, mar- they say marriage is a business, and that's 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 a business agreement. Hey, you can live in this country and get all the benefits that that entails, but you gotta fuck me every now and then. <laughs> I think it's in the contract. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's kind of a weird form of prostitution. It is. In a way. It's an extended. It's it's a bizarre extended prostitution <laughs> yeah and that's the thing is you th- you know you said that that girl was so happy with that that human turd at the same time it's like they have to stay long enough for the marriage to be divorced not if they get annulled i think they can get sent back but if it's divorced right no they, they have to be pot committed for a while yeah so it's like a, i think it's a year that you have to be together mm, that doesn't seem like long enough no, I mean that's the thing. These guys are hoping to, <laughs> but then they, but then not only can they get divorced, but if they, if you know, if they get the right judge, they can get half of this guy's money for the rest of his life. Ugh. And here I am in America, and all I had to do was fuck an elephant. <laughs> Back in my country, that was not so bad anyway. So. Back in so in Soviet Russia, elephant fuck you. No wait, the same here in America. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, on that note, ah. Uh, I think it's time for some life lessons learned. What uh, what valuable life lessons did you learn today, Kevin? Mm, man, so many great life lessons. I I learned that um, 
Well, when it comes to uh, when it comes to what the kids like, it's taking a nice shot in the mouth from something. <laughs> I've also learned that uh, Russia is good is known for two things: hot women willing to fuck trolls and horrible driving. <laughs> and um, <laughs> people on TV will drink just about anything you put in front of them, just so that they can uh, you know can be charming on air personalities. Yeah, that's what I learned today. So what what did you learn from today's discussions, Adam? The next time, uh, the next time I'm watching uh, TV, and uh, a word with too many syllables comes on and gets trapped around in my fucking brain, I'm absolutely alone in that context. <laughs> nobody, you are an island. Nobody else on the planet has the problem, and I'm 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 basing that on asking you one person. But I I do believe that you're worldly enough to know whether or not I'm completely alone, and I get it. I am. <laughs> In the end, isn't that a really encouraging thought? The answer, of course, is no. <laughs> no, not not at all. Uh, if people want to email us, they can send us their thoughts to triplefriedpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, take care, Kevin. You take care, Adam. And uh, the next time you're at the grocery store, why don't you pick yourself up something that gives you a nice hot shot in the mouth? <laughs> you know I will. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The ding-dang-doo.